0: of Lied, cheat and steal the podcast about liars frauds thieves and bullshitters i'm your host pat Sorois. with me as always my co-host kath barbadoro hi pat how's it going it is going good i am sitting here uh at the airport location of the red lion inn in the beautiful <laughs> city of portland oregon and wow. it's just rainy. doxing yourself what's that
1: just doxing yourself, just letting yeah, the people yeah. come find you.
0: Yeah, by the time this drops, I'll be lo- there. Will just be a, a a pat-shaped weed cloud by the time this hits the airwaves. <laughs> so yeah, we're moving. Well, we're, yeah, we're,
1: you're in you're in a real city.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: Last yeah. time I talked to you, I think you were in like rural Idaho or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was me. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been all over. We've been we've been in the city of Portland. We were up in Seattle, although we were playing in the surrounding cities. But Seattle's one of those cities that's so damn big; it's just like one big city. And
1: oh, really?
0: Yeah. Yeah, as we, were, we were up there, that was cool. Uh, I was there for three days, and I had a few days off. And um, my girlfriend came up to visit me, and we had uh, I got a hotel downtown, and it was really nice. And it was just cool, man. It yeah, was a good time.
1: The, it, Pat, I know you're a good boyfriend because you didn't make your girlfriend stay in the hotel provided for you by a comedy booker yeah. and that's how i know that you're a supportive yeah, and yeah. thoughtful partner
0: yeah shout out to my shout out to my booker because they were like uh, i guess i guess i'll get if your girl's coming to town i guess i'll get somewhere nice and i was like i not that i don't think you know what a nice hotel is but i don't want to see what you think a nice hotel for me is <laughs> like, yeah yeah yeah
1: just let me i'll handle it don't worry about it yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is what I did. It was cool, man. It was it was this like this like really like like hip spot downtown and uh we got to kick it and we saw friends that uh, that live in Seattle and we had some podcast listeners show up to the show in Redmond and that okay. was really cool. Yeah, so yeah, they came out and they were they were told us they were like they both subscribe to the Patreon even though they're married. They don't have to do that. They could just have the one Patreon. Aww. Yeah. That's
1: See, that's again another sign of a healthy relationship Separate Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, since this is a free one i just want to say if you are interested we do two entire extra episodes a week for our patreon subscribers at patreon.com slash lie cheat and steal and check it out okay continue now that i have finished the plug
0: oh yeah yeah no no but it gave me time to drink beer so we're good <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just man i guess we, we've been off for we haven't had a show since the 25th and uh we don't have a show till tomorrow and I've just been. So
1: this is this is being recorded on the 29th for our listeners. This yeah, yeah, out. yeah. This is recorded
0: on 29th. So I've been I've been off for four days, and I, my in you know Sydney left two days ago. So I've just been at a hotel in Portland by myself, loaded up on free brewery beer from all these shows we've been doing, and <laughs> I've been having a real good time. That's like all I can say about it. Glad just, to hear it. It's relaxing. It's the I love this. Part. I love being on the road. It's like. Even if something went wrong in my life, I can't do anything. I can't I literally have nothing to do. It's like, oh well, it's gotta wait till I get back and then I'll fix it then. So <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. Well speaking well, of um let's see. Hold on. <laughs> uh, um speaking of now you know I'm just gonna dive right into this, one, man. I want, right, want, want to do this. Once one for I hear
1: the story, maybe I can reverse engineer. Yeah, you'll
0: we'll see if we can reverse engineer into it. I guess I yeah. can start another anecdote, but I don't want to take any more of your time. I can tie it with that one. But uh, <laughs> I've been so I've just been um, just soaking in a lot of uh, a lot of content out here on the road, and there was something mm-hmm. that happened a while ago that I wanted that we wanted to get to. The internet seemed really excited about, and then as it is, with things uh, you know the main character of the day changed. But I wanted yeah. to go back, go back in time in the way way back machine to the beginning of this month, uh, when there was a little uh, football game by a name of by with a team by the name of Bishop Sycamore. I don't know if you remember this. Oh,
1: thing. okay, yep, yep. We um, this is perfect because we almost did this on What a Time to Be Alive, but we were like, this is too complicated to explain as quickly as we need to explain it. So we're not. Yeah, yeah,
0: ready. yeah. You know, yeah. There's a lot of moving parts on this, and the, the, the it has all. I've been obsessing over this case for the last couple days. (laughs) And I will say... Yeah, this is indicative of, like eight problems that America is facing all rolled into one so there's that oh
1: yeah that's my favorite type of episode we do so I'm yeah, a, yeah, I'm yeah,
0: excited. yeah. Where it's yeah it's just a smattering if you went on like on the buffet line of societal ills like this is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this would be the plate that you would make and where the like where the, the the servers would be eyeing you like hey come on that's kind of a little overboard of the plate and um <laughs> yeah so we're yeah, gonna d- dive right into this if you guys don't remember this this happened back in like early it was early September late August there was a uh they were kicking off the high school football season in Ohio and Ohio is like Texas in terms of high school football uh just it yeah. they take it very seriously and there's a whole network of teams out there that exist more or less as these like as these football programs with a school attached to them to kind of crank right. crank players into the major leagues and so it exposes that which is like the it's like, it's like dance moms or like, like, or like pageant moms, but you can get a concussion. It's a, that's kind of what it reminds me of.
1: Yeah, eh. my, so I, I grew up, I didn't grow up in a place with a lot of um, football enthusiasm, but there were schools that basically did this for skiers where I grew up. Oh, I grew yeah. up in like, in like ski mountains country. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there are high schools that just solely exist to make people really good at skiing and like sort of have classes also maybe.
0: Yeah, so yeah, we're gonna learn a lot about a lot about this uh, this little world of high of high school football that just exists. That's way more football than it is high school. So let's just let's just d- dive right in here uh, to the Bishop Sycamore episode, guys. And also, th- a lot of readers uh, sent this links to us back in the day, so we're catching up finally. So, so here we go. So, the questions that lingered in the air that day in Canton, Ohio, when the Bishop Sycamore High School football team took the field against IMG Academy weren't the normal questions that one might ask before a football game. Instead of discussing key matchups between players or analyzing the strategies each team needed to employ in order to win, the announcers were instead trying to figure out much more basic information about the team and the school itself. Namely, who were these guys and where did they come from? Uh... The stat sheet provided to ESPN before the game was devoid of any information aside from the players' uh, names, and that's it, just the names of the players. The information packet usually contains the number and position of each player, uh, usually has headshots, and they have stats to aid the announcers in showcasing the youthful talent to a televised audience, but not that It is, like,
1: really fucked up when you think about it, that, like, you just get a packet of information about, like, a 15-year-old, and it has a headshot attached to it. Just weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. weird stuff. Look, this, if you this, like it, par- great, but
0: it's <laughs> There's going to be parts of this story that veer out of the terms of like, uh, it, it, there's going to be certain parts of this where you're just like, this is just human trafficking at this point. This is all that we're yeah, dealing with here. Yeah, there.
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll know to be ready for that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Roy Johnson is the coach of the Bishop Sycamore team. Uh, now, he had missed several scheduled meetings to discuss this and other, other issues in the weeks leading up to the game. Now, this stood in stark contrast to their opponents. IMG Academy, an incredibly well-funded high school football program out of Bradenton, Florida, and now IMG Academy was a powerhouse team for a school that was, again, less of a school, more of a football training camp that could issue diplomas. Um, it's the kind of school that, like, parents of future NFL hopefuls will relocate their entire family so their kid can attend that uh, that university and mm-hmm. catch the attention of like a Division One college. Mm-hmm. And really, that's what this whole industry is. It's all. It's all, pre, it's all, like, predisposed on them making it to college and then making it to the NFL. And I was, like, thinking that's, like, such an unsustainable business model. But then I was like, man, the average, like, the average NFL contract, you know, depending if you, if you train 100 kids and two of them get through to have an NFL contract, yep. then that opens up the revenue stream to just keep these things open, you know?
1: Yeah. Have, you, uh, um, have, have you ever seen the documentary Hoop Dreams?
0: No. But I, I did see that one that was on HBO called, the, I think it was called The Scam. And what was very, it, it, about, it, and it was about sports. It, yeah, it's about college. About like the, this, this uh, kind of like guy who would connect coaches and players got stuck mm. in a sting. Yeah, but like that's a really good one too. Check it out. But what's what's uh, hoop dreams?
1: Hoop dreams is a. It's from like the early nineties. Um, it's about these two kids in Chicago, like little kids. Like I think the I think when it starts, they're like ten, and they're really good yeah. at basketball, and they're from neighborhoods in Chicago where like the only way out is to get really good at basketball and it's just about how like yeah their families stake so much on them being good at basketball and like how intense that is for them and then also like what happens when it turns out that you're only like very good at basketball instead of one of the best basketball players around yeah and how like Yeah. yeah if you if you miss that bet by just a little bit like your life is really hard um, yeah yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's just a great documentary about this kind of stuff it is very sad but
0: yeah I I will say this story like when when I was watching it like the the memes were hot on the Bishop Sycamore story like like, <laughs> like on Twitter yeah it was it was great it's one of those it's again it's one of those stories that we do where on the surface there's a lot of fun stuff and then like the more you dig the more you're just like oh this is this is insanely depressing yeah <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, this is one of those. So it's funny. It's funny on the surface. Yeah, they they the football game was really bad. I hold. Up, I'll get to that in a second. But I hold up here in the hotel. Uh, yeah, it's in Portland. I, I ate like 50 milligrams of edibles, smoked a fat ass joint, and watched these like these high school football teams that were just wildly unmatched take the field against each other. <laughs> So yeah, because there's one team IMG. They're like they're like the Icelandic team of the Mighty Ducks. That's what these guys are.
1: Okay. Ju- Great. Thank you for making a comparison that I, a non sports follower, understand. <laughs> yeah. Got it. I know exactly yep. what you mean by that. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep, for sure. They're every opposing team from across the lake in every camp movie. <laughs> like that's.
1: Yes. Perfect. That's yeah. Okay. That's
0: IMG Academy. Like if you're trying to save the rec center and these guys are the competition, the fucking rec center's gone. I'm sorry. Yep.
1: They're speeding yeah, by so, your summer camp in a motorboat with a megaphone yelling, you suck into it. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Oh, it is so funny, like, in those, in those things, it's always, like, the underfunded kids from across... We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. I'll let the story speak for itself because we love we love a heartwarming underdog story where the 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 less the underfunded kids who just got a ton of heart take the field and they play their hearts out and they 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 tie or win or do way better than anyone expected them to. But that's yep. not what happens in real life.
1: Like, <laughs> not, <laughs> Very much not the story we are getting today. Okay. Yeah, no. yeah. 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 No, no, <laughs>
0: that's not the story at all, and it's unfortunate because. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what some people thought the story was gonna be, and it's like these kids, like when you have like a full like contact f- sport like football, I mean if these kids if you're if one team is like from is one team is like traveling the nation and they have to share helmets and they're eating sandwiches for lunch, and the other team is in like air conditioned buses and they're strength training every day and they're eating three thousand calories and they have protein, yeah. you know, like the, like, the kids are eat, like all right, so yeah, basically they're gonna rock the hell out of those kids. That's what happens. Also, <laughs> IMG. Is being uh, is coached by a guy named Pepper Johnson. He's a three-time Super Bowl champ. Um, you know, he's he's their coach. So that's like that's they got talent on this team. Mm-hmm. So now to to secure uh, an opponent for the telefied game, IMG Academy turned to a New Jersey man named uh, Joe Maimoni. He's basically IMG is one of those IMG is one of those teams that is like suffering from its own success. It's hard to get. It's hard to fill out their their schedule to get teams to play because they're so good and they exist right. in a league where a televised loss really isn't worth it to a lot of teams so yeah. if you're the top dog of the block it's hard to find people willing to play you mm-hmm. so that that's what they came up with uh, on this schedule they, they were they're were, they were having a hard time finding teams to fill out the schedule and we'll get into it later about how game time is so important to these academies because that's literally like that's that's the product they put out is football well so so the secured opponent for the televised game, IMGB, IMG, I keep saying IMDB, and I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> IMG Academy turned to a New Jersey man named Joe Maimone. Uh, Joe Maimone? I was saying to say I think it's v-
1: Maimoni. I think with a name like that from New Jersey, you pronounce every letter. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah, 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 Maimone. So Joe Maimoni is actually the VP of sales at Billboard, the music ranking service that we all know and love. Oh, okay. But so it pac- makes
1: sense that he's a high school football power broker. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just something about the flesh of children that he knows how to make a buck off of them.
1: <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, let me tell you, when it comes to marketing and exploiting and monetizing the bodies of people who are not old enough to vote, <laughs> I know a thing or two. I'll tell I'm you. Your that. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Here yeah, he's like, he he runs a, a company called Prep Gridiron Logistics. Uh it's a supposed nonprofit that sets up matches between top teams looking to play out-of-state games against similarly matched opponents. Now, a televised a televised game against the nation's top team, like I said, it's a tough sell. You get a lot of exposure, but if you lose, you're you know you're the loser on a national scale, and like uh, that's going to affect people signing up or like you know trying to pay tuition to go to your football academy. Totally. So, in fact, the only team, according to Joe, who accepted the challenge, was the small Columbus, Ohio-based program Bishop Sycamore. Now, Bishop Sycamore. Off the gate, like off the gate, like in this world, there's a lot of church-run schools, and mm-hmm. if your name is Bishop, and Bishop something, it is it sh- usually named after a saint. Uh, name after well, there's no Sycamore, so Bishop Sycamore is literally just two words that sounded cool together to these guys. Are and they not
1: even? Are they not even church affiliated? <laughs>
0: Not at all, Kath. <laughs> like,
1: not at all. Okay. So, like, yeah, yeah they're not like a lot oh. of, like, I, growing up, the Catholic school in my town was named Bishop Brady. So it was like yeah. named after a specific bishop that, like, li- lived in my town or something. Yeah, this no, no, is no. literally, they're just like, will sound like a real school if it's Bishop something.
0: Yeah. Bishop Sycamore. Sounds good to okay. me. Sounds good to you. Great. All right. Meeting's over. Let's go. Love it. So they were the they were the centurions. Uh like so like they're like, you know, that was their, their mascot, little Roman soldier guys. Mm-hmm. Um what's that?
1: I like that. I just i Yeah, like yeah, it's pretty cool. The logos
0: is funny. At one point when they're like when they're losing by like fucking seven touchdowns, the announcers are running out of things to talk about. So they start going He's like, you know, I gotta say, I like those Bishop Sycamore logos. That's real cool.
1: Yeah, I mean the- it's like it's not an offensive stereotype. You yeah. get to people get to like dress up in togas like that's fun the mascot yeah, well, okay, people these looks guys
0: can cool. they can't afford a toga cat let's be honest.
1: not <laughs> like, even a sheet not even they yeah
0: those. they do okay. not have toga budgets <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, So Bishop Sycamore, uh, according to Joe, he flew out to Columbus. He said he saw the team's training facility, and he also saw the certificate of recognition from the Ohio Department of Education. Joe added Bishop Sycamore to his network of schools, and before you know it, the team was taking the field that fateful day in Canton, Ohio, to face the best high school football team in the nation.
1: You know now, what this reminds me of, this this service that Joe Mamoni is running? It reminds me of those websites where you can book a corporate comedian. Like, yeah, for your office. Yeah, where it's yeah, like, it's, it's like the you, if you go, if you're like in a comedy scene, you don't know about these websites. I wish I could remember the name of the big one, but it's like you go on there and you see like the worst open micers from your town advertising that they will do an hour for your like Christmas party for like 100 yeah. bucks. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. imagining Bishop Sycamore <laughs> is on this like football team matchup service.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, man, that that's exactly it. It's like it's like, hey, I got these guys, Bishop Sycamore out of Ohio. You can pay them half, you know. <laughs> and, uh, right, exactly. Yeah, yep. I yeah. They say they like, they
1: put on a PG show and uh yeah, yeah, They'll do they'll yeah. give out the the awards for mo- yeah. best employee or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They'll do they'll do the bullshit where it's like, hey, Frank, uh, he's known for cheating on his wife, so make fun of Frank for cheating on his wife. And you're like, right.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we had that happen at one show here, not cheating you know, on their wife, but we were in uh, Pocatello, Idaho, and this couple showed up, like, two hours before the show started and, like, you know, like, I'm out there oh, drinking no. some beer, so I, yeah, I started shooting the shit with them, and then I go inside, and she comes in to buy a beer, and she goes, hey, it's my husband's birthday, can you make fun of him? <laughs> like, I had already sat there and hung out with them for, like, an hour, so they, like, thought, you know, like, we were you cool, were- so I was like...
1: You are such a good person that you would go out and hang out with people who would come to a comedy show 2 hours early. I see those people. I am turning heel into the green room like yeah. as fast as possible because yeah. I am not a friendly person and uh I yeah, I admire you.
0: Oh, th- yeah, thank you. I I have uh um, I have just so many social media friends who I did, who I don't deserve, <laughs> from, from being this nice. <laughs> and when I say I don't deserve it, take that any way you want. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, the, these guys. Um, yeah, that's what these guys are. These guys are the shitty corporate comedians of Ohio football. Um, mm-hmm. So the so when I say that it was immediately clear that Bishop Sycamore had zero business being on that field, I can't stress how immediate it was. Uh, when the football team started, the football team runs out of the locker room. That's a you know a famous thing in college and high school sports. Um, and the football team running out of the locker room. Well, they run out, and Bishop Sycamore, we'll get into it, has a very. And, well, although they're not backed by a church, they have a very heavy religious uh, edge to their uh, their ideologies. So
1: okay. they're running
0: out, and one kid just decides that he was going to stop and take a knee in prayer. <laughs> but like, oh, he didn't no. Tell, I can see yeah, where this is going. He didn't tell anyone else about this. He just oh, stopped no. and did it. Yeah, and like three or four kids like fucking tumbled over him. It's pretty funny. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so uh, once they were in position for the first snap, the size disparity between the two teams became frighteningly apparent. Like, like frighteningly apparent. <laughs> like, where it's like, oh, those, those grown men are going to smack these little kids around. Yeah, but then yep. what's even funnier is when you dive in di- into it, the kids on Bishop Sycamore were on average three to four years older than the kids on the other team. Oh so, my
1: God, wow. Wow.
0: Yeah, man, so, uh, they, so they were there, The once the ball was snapped, the level of preparedness between the two teams was starkly contrasted. Bishop Sycamore players, as one correspondent put didn't even look like they were running plays. Like it was just like the, <laughs> the ball snapped and they were all just trying to not get hurt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they just all cower, they were doing all lot yeah, of cowering. Yeah,
0: yeah they, they, they struggled with like, like very like uh, fundamental mechanics and movements and just like, you know, concepts in the game. Um, also, and this is where it starts to get scary. Their offensive line let clear unblocked hits on the quarterback just about every play. Like, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like They gave like, up. They were like, I'm not getting hurt for this.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, again, they, they were actually, I'll give it to them, they were trying. They weren't like diving out of the way, but there was just, it was nothing they could do. It was just like, yeah, like, it was like somebody just threw a refrigerator at him. Like, what do you get? Like, you can't really yeah, do anything. Yeah,
1: just <laughs> mows him <them> over. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: The fridge is going to fly right fucking through you. And that's, you I know, that's what That just
1: reminds me of somebody gave this um, um, description of this wrestler. Have you ever seen this guy, Samoa Joe? He, the wrestler? He's just like yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, he's just like a huge Samoan guy. But he does like these dives out of the ring onto people. And I just have this very vivid memory of someone describing it as, like, I like him because when he does that, it just makes me think it, – it makes me imagine driving behind a truck and them stopping short and a refrigerator flying off the back of the truck at 90 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. And that's what I'm imagining is all, is this quarterback, is this yeah, like yeah, football yeah. team. The,
0: is it's the,
1: it's a fridge – it's like a final destination traffic accident. Like, that yeah, is yeah,
0: happening. And, yeah, on every down. And he's just, like, getting yep. fucking – just blown away and he's such his name is Trillian Harris and he is just a very skinny young man and he is getting like getting Mollywapped. Yeah so <laughs> almost it almost immediately this is where I said like so there's it was funny how much better the other team was than these guys, but it stops being funny pretty quickly because that's when the immediate the injuries immediately just start. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it's cause like, yeah, like these kids are like this guy number fifty four was left writhing on the field in pain after a tackle and the announcers scrambled to find his name on the shitty roster they were given to to accurately report his injury so there's just like this kid with like a potentially life-changing injury on the field rolling around there's like uh number 54 you know i don't even know who this is we don't have a number 54 on the roster so oh my god this poor kid yeah man so, in talks before the game, Bishop Sycamore had boasted a roster full of high school athletes with authors from and verbal commitments to Division I schools. That seems to be, like, the social currency that powers this level of the industry. Yeah, who so do you they have- just
1: assume that they're going to be good because it's like, oh, well, this guy's going to... You yeah. A and M or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which which
0: would be which usually is a clear indication of some sign or talent. Uh like for example, their QB, Trillian Harris, uh old Crash Test W over there, uh <laughs> he he was all set to attend the University of Texas El Paso the following year, uh, but none of these claims were vibing with like the one-sided massacre that was taking place on the field. Right. And the announcers soon begin like in the game. The announcers start like distancing themselves from this whole thing. <laughs>
1: like... Well, yeah, because like they're they're just watching children getting like murdered, and they're like maybe we should probably maybe we should say something like yeah. to minimize our culpability here like yeah, in, it, this, it, it, in this bloodbath of teenagers <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah there's just virgin blood all over the field right now yep. <laughs> like, so like yeah they they basically um they first they start out by by trying to like again i kind of paint the narrative they're like you know uh really hats off to these bishop sycamore guys for coming out in the field today you know they're a young and budding football program their aim is to take people from disadvantaged backgrounds and give them an opportunity to, you know, play for Division One schools or to, you know, to, to get the life lessons that you learn being part of a team. They're starting. they start off with that, and then mm. it becomes clear like it's just like they're like, okay, guys, we're we're concerned. Like this doesn't look like this is this isn't safe. Like who are these right. kids? And then at one point they start saying how like the guys like the, the the announcer is like, yeah, man, they told us, you know, this that and the other. They told us that they had Division One prospects that they had guys who were committed to UTEP. They had all this stuff. They're like, we are quickly realizing that this is probably not fact-checked. They say that on the air. Mm. And so, yeah, and the the guy had missed out on every, like, pre-game meeting. Like, they did all these Zooms. The guy never showed up. The dude, Roy Johnson, the head coach, we'll dive a lot into him here in a sec. But they start to distance themselves from him. And at one point, it's kind of crazy. Even God himself tries to distance himself from the game because end of the first quarter, they're already up 21-0 and there's a 30-minute delay for lightning because it's storming outside. Yeah,
1: just call it. Just call it.
0: God God was like, bro. He was like, this is like, don't worry. I'm going to send lightning. You know, what's that old thing where like the guy's like in the house that's, Flooding and he's on the roof, and like the three people show up at the boat to rescue him. He goes, No, God'll save me. And then he dies and yeah, goes to heaven. He's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That was this. This is gotta be like, y'all, like y'all talking about your Christian school. I sent lightning to right. stop Right. What this else game. do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it was at 21 zips. So they approached um, they approached the uh the the coach, Roy Johnson, about instituting um a running clock, or, or about forfeiting the game. And he was like, No, no, I'm not I'm not having none of that. Me and my me and my teams, teammates are gonna play, da, da, da. so then like then they come back and immediately they the the score goes from twenty one to zero to thirty to zero. They score like a like nine points right, right out the gate. Instantly, yeah, 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 yeah. Like so they 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 do that and then they um they they approach and they go okay, so now we've hit thirty to zero. Thirty to zero means we can institute a running clock to where there's no timeouts. There's no, you know, we, we just, we just count this clock down and we're done in like 30 minutes, you know, because right. football time is like four minutes per every fucking minute.
1: Right. So, and they're just like enough of this. Yeah. And fucking courageous.
0: Roy Johnson. was like, Nope, we're not oh, doing my that. God,
1: statist, <laughs> so- this child torturer.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So what played out over the next three quarters was an absolute slaughter. It was like, I was trying to think of a way to put this, it was like watching the 93, 94 Dallas Cowboys play against us, like me and you. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> that, that was like the, I was like, yeah, that, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, after everything was said and done, IMG Academy won 58 to zero, and Ooh. the unforgiving world of the internet was introduced to its main character for the next week, Bishop Sycamore. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep and I, yeah, I remember like I said yeah the memes were hot it was fun they had like this one it was like this like <laughs> T.I. in the club from like 2007 wearing like a like all NFL themed clothing and they were just like oh it's the Bishop Sycamore t- t- tight end uh, coach you know <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they were just like all these like fake football characters and shit it was like oh it's the Bishop, Bishop Sycamore you know uh, the athletic director and stuff and those were great yep but people started asking the question like who are these guys so well, it, it depends on who you ask. Uh, if you ask the head coach, Roy Johnson, they're a football program dedicated to taking young men from disadvantaged communities and not only giving them a sh- a shot at getting a full ride to college and a potentially life-changing career in the NFL, but also teaching them, teaching them to be men of Christ, instilled with principles such as hard work, discipline, and imbuing them with the confidence they need to change their lives and their communities. Now, if you ask Joe Maimoni of Prep Gridiron Logistics, they're, quote, the only team that was brave enough to answer the call and play the number one team in the nation, and they should be lauded. Uh, that was that was what um, Mr. Jersey said. Uh, now, if you that's ask one way to their- try to
1: cover your ass, I guess. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly strategy.
0: what it is. Now, I will ask-
1: like, I, I just so many of our fucking scams that we do on the show are like somebody claiming to help disadvantaged young people and then yeah. just. Fucking ruining everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? A, like, yeah. if you're gonna scam people, at least scam like wealthy people. Don't, don't bring disadvantaged children into it. Like, yeah, come man.
0: On. And it sucks. Hey. It's because like I think it's people only scam who they have access to. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: people people scam downward. Which.
0: Yeah. Think yeah, bigger. Man, if yeah. you're
1: gonna scam, scam upward. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I I I punch up. I scam up. Yeah. I get down. That's a whole separate issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get, I get on up. Also, as well, I, I will get on up. I will yeah, get yeah. on up. So uh, now, this is all starts with the with the the senator, the, the guy that started this story is uh, Roy Johnson. Now, Roy Johnson has actually been in the public eye now for about three and a half years, and it's been bad since Jump Street. You see, <laughs> B- yeah, Bishop Sycamore is not Roy Johnson's first attempt at establishing a youth football program. Surprise. Um, it's actually not even his first attempt at establishing a youth football league that's gone horribly wrong. Uh, back in 2018, Roy Johnson popped up on the radar of the Ohio high school football press when the team he coached for debuted seemingly out of nowhere, into the middle of a season schedule with matchups against powerhouse teams from the state and the region. Now, these are schools well-known for forging future NFL players, schools that were also plagued by their own success, similarly to IMG IMG Academy, in that it was hard for them to pick out a full-season schedule against well-matched rivals that would give them the opportunity to score points and get field time. And it's it's those schools' commitments to points and game time that keeps them in the scope of Division I schools. That's the whole reason they exist is to play football. Like, like obviously to practice and to train, but literally playing is what cashes the checks because that's what gets schools to come and look at them. That's what gets them schools look at how many like like stats, like how many points did you score last season team wide? Like in every game, you know? And that's mm-hmm. like so they can get like big picture of how the the, the program's doing. Division yeah, one's and also
1: like if you're scouting if you're scouting prospective players like you need to know how they do under the pressure of competition it's very different exactly yeah and so it's, it's these that schools
0: yeah. like willingness to like to always like be like hey we're like we're always going to the, the bottom line is these kids need to be on the field those that's what it's that level of activity that keeps the interest from mm-hmm. in division 1 schools that's what keeps parents sending their kids to the school that's yep. what keeps the tuition checks coming in that's what keeps the industry alive is playing football so you know that you know that being said is like uh, the need for games and opponents makes a, it makes for a very welcoming atmosphere for new schools. Not a lot of gatekeeping, not a lot of like, Hey, what are you doing? This is our community. You know, like there's very yeah. much like, Oh, Hey, we need people. Come on. Like, yeah, what's up. And mm. it's cause it's like, they don't they, like, There's no incentive to really care about what's going on at that school. It's just as long as they can show up at the fucking field, you know?
1: Right. It's none of their business. They just need to play football games.
0: Yeah, we just need to pack our schedule out. That's it, you know? Right.
1: It's like if you're an accredited school, why would I care? You're going to. Exactly. And and
0: that's that's why we have these systems in place. And so they can just train the kids how to run plays and they don't got to sit here and worry about what's going on at the other school. That's why the systems exist, you know? Right. And so. so Roy Johnson popped up on the scene with a school called Christians of Faith Academy. It was the Christians of Faith. Their mascot was the Iron Men. Um, I'm not sure if of it was Faith. like a little
1: redundant. Uh, yeah, don't yeah. like gotta say, the centurion, real upgrade from the Iron Men. Iron Men not. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he de- they definitely uh this is this is the scam where they, they learn. This is the scam where yeah. they're learning. You know? This is a <laughs> so, this is
1: a rough draft we're clearly yeah. seeing
0: here. Uh so Christians of Faith Academy. Uh, now, many people were willing to overlook the problems with Christian of Faith, Christians of Faith Academy, and there are problems which now seem to be a trademark of how Roy Johnson does business, and that is uh, no website, no physical address, sketchy accreditation, a <laughs> Category Eight distinction with the Ohio Department of Education reserved for schools exempted from curriculum requirements due to quote truly held religious convictions. <laughs> So. That is
1: fucking crazy. That it's like yeah. you could just be like, it's against my religion to educate children well, and yeah. they're like, fine, <laughs> that's fine.
0: Yeah, First just there they're like, okay, you're gonna want to make sure they know about the civil rights movement. Oh, we should probably teach them about science and probably want to teach them about, you know, the legislative process. You're like, uh huh, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Are you done? Yeah, because I ain't doing uh, none of that shit. Nope, <laughs> Actually, it's all Jesus,
1: baby. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I would teach my kids that dinosaurs are holograms made by Satan, and that's just that's where this begins and ends. So, yeah. Yeah. So they were. So they. But like, the, the worst part is, it's not like. I don't even like respect, but it's like I can almost like get it. It's like, dude, if that's what you really believe, this is what you really believe, because I know there's a lot of weird ass people out there that believe shit that I don't that I don't agree with, but whatever. Plus, it's like that, they're what, not what,
1: teaching them anything anyway because it's a football school, so like yeah, they're not exactly. even like, really learning.
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like the only reason they did that is so they wouldn't have to. Because what what have Here's how these things work, basically. Um, like basically. Uh, These schools, what they do is they they just create a football program and then they outsource the educational aspect of it. Uh we did that thing about charter schools a few episodes back. Mm Uh it's it's like that. It's like those schools, charter schools, they go, Hey, uh, you know, um brain management corporation of inner Columbus, uh, hey, here's well, we'll we'll get to that. Basically, they hire these people out who are charter schools, and they attach the charter school to the football program. That's where the kids go to, to learn, and then they go and they practice like ninety hours a week, however the fuck, how long it is. Yeah, to work once these kids.
1: again, like queuing so close to human trafficking that it's like we're going to for like make these students work in sports, basically entertainment. We're going to train them yeah. to be, you know, physical entertainers to use their bodies to make money. Meanwhile, we have outsource their like mental development to a for-profit corporation that is going to treat them <laughs> like customers. So yep. it's like they are just getting really primed into our system uh of of late capitalism where it's like you exist primarily as a laborer and then as a consumer. That's it. That's all you're good for. Like yeah. work and <laughs> yeah. then make our make us money on the front end and the back end. Thank you. Yeah. Like so that's, grim. That's a,
0: so grim. It's crazy. Like I said, this is just a smattering of every social ill that we face. Because also, right. and I'm also, say- like,
1: my model, like, what I'm saying is, like, this is all when it goes well and is legal. That's what they're Yeah, saying.
0: yeah. That's yeah, not even yeah, really yeah. what's
1: happening in this specific story.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That, that, that's the idealized version of all this. Right, it's like the best right. case scenario. Ugh, so and, dark. and what's also crazy is that, like, so many of these people, I would be willing to bet, obviously, kids, I've been, I've, I've, I've been a kid of the dream before. I know you have those illusions of grandeur, but I bet if you were to talk to a lot of these kids, the reason they want to get into sports is for that full ride scholarship, not that professional career. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's so, it's like, it's almost like, I'm not saying there wouldn't be kids that were chasing, you know, these football careers and that these places wouldn't exist if it was just w- way easier to just go to college in this country. But I'm not saying things wouldn't exist, but it wouldn't exist to this level where there's Absolutely just not.
1: You're, you're yeah, large right. communities
0: of kids who it's like, Oh yeah, yeah. We got to make our whole, you know, like our whole uh, family's existence is based around your sports career. It's like uh it's like a Manny Teo, you know, like Manny Teo, yes. like it was, that was his entire family's identity was his football career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This yeah. Is, so this
1: is what this is like exactly what hoop dreams is about and it's like the same it's like nba is like the pie in the sky but it's like this is your only way out of here it, yeah into into a degree that you can use in other ways is if you're really 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 good at sports because otherwise yeah. you can't afford it like yeah
0: yeah it's 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 nuts man so like that that's the world that like is primed to this uh this this kind of this environment now the COF, uh, it charged tuition, but its operating costs were heavily subsidized by the Richard Allen Group, which is the financial arm of the African Methodist Episcopal Church, a nationwide organization with millions of members, uh, just a large conglomeration of black churches in America. Yeah. Um, now, off the bat, the school was accused right off the bat of, rec- of recruiting. So recruiting is tricky when it comes to college sports. It's actually basically illegal when it comes to high school football. Mm, um, yeah, teachers. Ha- like, obviously, there's ways you can do it off the books. You can have, like, you know, festivals or seminars where kids show up and they can, like, so the parents can ask questions to the school staff. But right. any whiff of like you going out and actively pursuing a kid, especially a kid that's already at one of these fucking combine schools, that's gonna that's gonna it's it's gonna make people mad for I'd say for good and for bad reasons. It's gonna make them mad because you are like, hey, this is my pound of flesh, get out of here, you know? Like, but and it's also gonna make them mad because like. That's you know the, at the end of the day these are still kids and I'll, I'll I'll share a story for example now the Ohio Department of Education was unable to locate and observe a physical campus for the school they also weren't able to confirm a student body size so without these things uh, the school couldn't be called a school since it wasn't uh, and since it wasn't a school it couldn't play in the league as a school meaning that other schools could they could host them for games but none of the points are going to count
1: Okay.
0: yeah which is yeah like uh, you know. Which isn't fun, and so uh, they so they started getting out there and hitting the community kind of around them, and a couple stories popped up just off the bat of like these guys being questionable, and one was they approached this woman and her son in the uh, the driveway. So, uh, ten, oh, I'm sorry now this is different. Tennyson Varney, he's the head coach at Grove City, and he said he first heard of C O F that's Christians of Faith Academy. Earlier this year, when players told him someone from the school had taken them on a trip to Easton Town Center and tried to persuade them to leave Grove City. Like, imagine if some strangers just picked your kids up and took them somewhere and tried to get them to change the school they were going to. Like, that's insane.
1: Extremely creepy.
0: Yeah. And that was Roy Johnson. Roy Johnson said, uh, he said, yeah, man, we just approached him. He said, hey, quote, You're a good-sized kid. We got a bunch of professional guys working out if you want to get a workout in. (laughs) So
1: creepy. Don't say things like that to children. How do you not know that you're not allowed to say that
0: shit? (laughs) You can't say
1: you're a good-sized kid to someone. That's not allowed. (laughs) Don't invite them to your guys' working out
0: party. Come on. Ooh, hey man! Ooh, hey, hey! You're you're a good <laughs> sized kid, man. Like that's
1: <laughs> not allowed.
0: Yeah, he went to this one lady. She was walking with her son, and uh, they just, the same shit. They just walked up to him, like, "Hey, you know, uh, where, you play football?" He's like, "Yeah." And they were like, and the the lady was just like, "I was disgust. I was appalled that these men would approach me and my son in a fucking parking lot." And so, like, nice. yeah, she looked them up. <clears throat> yeah, so like. Let's see. What else did they have here? Uh, They they, they had those ones. Now, Bishop Sycamore, COF, also had problems, like I said, trying to prove to the uh, Ohio Department of Education that they were an adequate school. And so... When they basically when they came to look at the campus and there wasn't a campus and they couldn't verify they actually had any students and that's a big thing they get hung up on you know <laughs> yeah These rules like, oh, and
1: regulations I'm sick yeah, of yeah
0: right oh your high school can't be a PO box what what is this Russia <laughs> come on I thought man. this <laughs> was America <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Are the experts scared that my kids are going to start learning out of a P.O. box and all of a sudden don't <laughs> need their textbooks? Is that what was happening? Yeah, man.
1: I teach them to do their own research. How about that? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and I promise to you, this is a promise, none of these children are or will ever be vaccinated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh.
0: Uh, I haven't owned a mask since 2019. You know,
1: <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs>
0: So with yeah, so the Ohio Department of Education, they were like, Yeah, you guys aren't a school. So they, <laughs> they pulled it, they didn't accredit them. And that means that every every school that was counting on them for their games to, you know, to make their to make right. their bones, you know, they were just like, Hey, what the hell, man? Like, you know, like we, we planned our season around you guys and now we can't even play you. And so that that so that it's one of those things where it didn't even just it didn't even mess up things for their kids, which it sucks that these kids are dependent on these horrible men, but it's also, like, it ruins shit for other kids, too. <laughs> like, yeah. they just, like, they, they fucked up everybody's season because they couldn't play. Yeah. So, now, at this time, the Richard, the Richard Allen group, if you remember, that was the financial arm of the, uh, the American, uh, I'm sorry, the African Methodist Episcopalian Church. Right. uh, They were, like, they were already kind of iffy about, because uh, Roy Johnson was the... Kind of the president of the Richard Allen Group, the director of the Richard Allen Group. And that was, uh, so he was taking the money from the church and funneling it towards Christians of faith. Now, Johnson was also coming under fire for allegations of unpaid loans, writing hot checks, and also a domestic disturbance or domestic violence warrant that was active at the time of the IMG game. So this dude
1: was. Yeah, that is bananas. Like just the fact that. I mean, obviously, like, this person is crooked. I'm, you know, I'm not surprised they have all these other things. But it's like, yeah, if you have, like, pending domestic violence charges, you should not be allowed around children. You should not be allowed to professionally mentor in any way a bunch of high schoolers. Like, that is not, that should not be allowed. Like, yeah, uh, Yeah. nobody does any background research. They're just like, we love football so much. It's fine. Whatever.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, all this kind of just starts starts coming out, and uh, you know, not you know, nobody's happy about it. (laughs) So the Richard Allen group, uh, they actually end up um, dropping the school. So they drop the school, and since the school that you know has no financial funding, it it eventually just you know falls apart. And then, so out of nowhere, out of the ashes of that rises Bishop Sycamore. So basically, it's still the same three guys. It's mm-hmm. these these dudes. Uh, it's Ray. It's Roy Johnson, and then it's Andre Richardson. And Andre Richardson is actually a former NFL player who is a Columbus, Ohio media personality, and okay. he seems to be maybe the, the the bankroll or the guy that's getting him some of these connections with these athletic facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, but they fall back into the dust, and then they reemerge about a year later as Bishop Sycamore. Mm -hmm. And so when I first started reading about this, I started reading back about it on the story. Obviously, I initially thought... This is a money grab on the part of Johnson and Jay Richardson. And essentially it is. But I thought there was more of like a we lie about our credits to get on TV and that drives our enrollment kind of money scheme. Mm. And But it appears that the real nature of their money grab was somehow even less respectful. Um, in the world of comedy, we know how vicious this endeavor can be. Uh, they were tr- They were banking on a Netflix show ah okay which is just indicative of the slimiest fucking not only are you are you just like grimy you're delusional you know what I'm saying? that's <laughs> right.
1: like i mean look if you're already working these kids to the bone physically these children why not go whole, whole hog and also be like let's put them on a reality show sure yeah yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's just That's cash completely in on fine
1: f- with me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's cash in on the flesh of these children in way no one's even fucking imagined before. Like, right. You know?
1: <laughs> how many different ways can we leverage these children's bodies? Like yeah. what how many ways can we sell them?
0: And God, that's that so is they-
1: so dark.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it's fucked up. And they started approaching these kids, you know, sniping them. Do I mean, they're the kind of guys that will walk up to a kid in a fucking parking lot and take him to lunch to tell him about trading high schools. They're crazy. Right. They don't know boundaries. And they're weird people. So they start the recruiting drive. And the Complex magazine did an interview, two separate interviews, one with two of these kids and then one with um, – uh, Interview with another kid, but three kids total. And they just kind of talk about what it was like playing with Bishop Sycamore. And this is just a nightmare. There's going to be a Netflix show about this shit soon, and it's not going to be the Netflix show that Roy Johnson was banking I can imagine. for. imagine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, so they asked this kid, they're talking to this kid, uh, Aaron um Aaron Johnson, is it? No, Aaron Boyd. It's Aaron Boyd. So he said, uh, basically, they're asking me how, how they found out about him. He said, I was at an Adidas All-American camp, and they came and recruited me. He said, at first, they had, like, brochures and a plan. They sent me with books and shit. Oh, by the way, read this magazine. There's a lot of language I can't use in it, <laughs> but this kid, <laughs> this kid fucking rocks.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he's like... Man, they sent me with a bunch of books and shit, like, on how their school was supposed to look, blueprints and everything. They told us we were going to be on Netflix. They recruited us, telling tell us that we were going to be on a show. They told us that we were going to be the IMG of the Midwest. and IMGb, IMGB, IMG was from Florida. I can't not say IMGb, and I'm so sorry. Yeah,
1: I don't know why you're doing IMDB with it, but. Uh, I just think of IMG. IMG is a modeling agency. So that's. Oh
0: I'm yeah. It's because it I open IMDB friend. like once an hour to, to see who the person I'm looking at on the screen is. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, Cause that's the weird knot I have to tie in my brain or it explodes. Oh
1: man. Speaking of, by the way, I noticed that they just changed the layout of IMDB to make it so that there's a little picture of each credited person next to their credit. When you look up a movie or something. And oftentimes it'll be a picture of the person in that movie and that has changed my life. That is just, <laughs> that is genius. Like, because that's what I'm doing on there. That's why I'm on yeah. IMDb to look up who's that person in this movie. And then you know immediately, just wow. Hats on. Oh, the IMDb. Hats they'll, be, they'll,
0: be, they'll be under, like, they'll be like unrecognizable. And you're like, who who was this in this? Right.
1: And there'll be a little picture of it. Ne- and it's it's so helpful. Love it.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. I, dude, yeah. I, I Yeah. Shout out to IMDb. um anyway
1: i'm friend of the
0: show friend of the show
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think i actually think they're owned by amazon so they're not they're not friend of the show but uh oh yeah they're doing good work over there i wish they weren't owned by jeff bezos
0: yeah 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 they're helping my weird ass cinema adhd that i have in my head (laughs) so uh they're talking to this kid and they, they said uh they were like so uh, he goes, yeah, they told us that we were going to be the IMG of the Midwest. They, <laughs> the kids said they lied to me and my mama, which, yeah, that's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> and he like, was this a relocation for you? He said, yeah, I had to move out of my city. And they were like, so when you got there, what was the building like? He goes, there was no building. <laughs> He said, all right, listen to this. This is the crazy shit. This is what you want to hear. I first moved out there. We were staying at a hotel in Delaware for like Delaware, Ohio. We were staying there for like five months. And the guy goes, five months? He goes, five months. We didn't have no housing. Uh, all the players came to find out we never paid the hotel. He said the head coach of Bishop Sycamore, well, was, was, wasn't the head coach. He's like the athletic director. And they said he was bouncing the checks to the hotel. And oh, they all got God. evicted. All these no. kids got evicted
1: children oh my
0: yeah. god evicted from the hotel and then they started asking the kid like um he goes uh what did y'all do for education he goes we didn't go to school we never went to school I can't lie he said they tried once they took us to a community library one day it was already <laughs> October the season was about to be over I was like at this point I said well shit I'm not going to school yet now you know <laughs> like y'all haven't been through school this whole damn time And then so they were like, uh, they said that there was kids that were coming in from junior colleges. And he said, look, I don't know about junior college, but I'll tell you this. I was 15 and everybody else was 19 and 20. Um, (laughs) And he was like, man, we were in there. He said it was crazy. He said people were sleeping on the floor. He said somebody almost got stabbed in there. There was like fights breaking out. He said most of the kids were like 20 years old from like, like. Like the boroughs of New York. And then he was like 14, 15 from Columbus, Ohio. And he said there was just like kids were clicking up in there. There was like violence.
1: Yeah, this is human trafficking. You're absolutely right.
0: Now, the other dude, this one is crazy to me. So, Roy Johnson one day, they, they interviewed two other kids, and this is just an insane story. Roy Johnson, so they were they were practicing in a field outside of the hotel they were staying at. They would go out to this field by there. They would practice. And at one point, they came outside, and a homeless man was breaking into Roy Johnson's car. And Roy Johnson ordered the team to beat this homeless man.
1: Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Football.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I know. That, that's just... That's just sick. And they, they said that, like, that he was in there, and they said, uh, yeah, they ganged up on him. He said, I would have understood if he handled himself, but the players were beating a homeless man. And he said they ended up canceling training that day because, you know, they all got, uh they were all busy uh, beating a homeless guy. Right. So um, that, and that, and again, is one of these, so that's where they they, they stand right now. So yeah, this is kind of where it's one of the again. This is one of those things that's just still in motion. But uh, I'm gonna read the, the 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 finalization here from a Washington Post article. Uh, it's that Johnson defended Bishop Sycamore during the interview. Uh, He said the school does, in fact, have a physical address where students both work out and attend class. He said that he had around 75 students, most of whom play football. He said Bishop Sycamore is recognized by the Ohio Board of Education. The same documentation he showed uh, Mamoni early this year and students attend classes in person and online. He said, you know, we just need to work on our website, on our marketing, he said. We're just a we're just a uh, school from humble beginnings that's trying to get kids to play college football, but the roster that Bishop Sycamore gave the ESPN production staff included far fewer players than the 75 that Johnson had advertised, and Bishop Sycamore's recognition from the state is for a non-charter, non-tax school reserved for organizations with again quote truly had religious belief truly held religious beliefs. When asked about that designation, Johnson said the school was founded by ministers that pray before games and that the school infuses life lessons with biblical themes. Uh, He said, when we talk about speaking with one voice, we talk about the the Tower of Babel, he said bafflingly. I don't know why he bring that up. Now, on Monday, the Columbus Dispatch visited the physical address listed by Bishop Sycamore on its documentation and found an indoor sports facility with no classrooms. Uh, On Tuesday, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has called for an investigation into Bishop Sycamore as its opponents began pulling out of games. Perennial D.C. area powerhouse Demetha said in the morning that it would not play its scheduled October game, and Duncanville of Texas and Friday's opponent, Pennsylvania's Johnson Central, also pulled the plug. Uh, They just ended with a quote from the coach of the DeMatha football team, Bill McGregor. And uh, he said, uh, man, we just saw everyone else they were playing, and it's not even the realm of possibility. And I'm just over here thinking, are you a real school? And I think that kind of sums it up uh, is where we we lie. Um, Yeah, that's the Bishop Sycamore story. Uh, Kids getting abused, dudes with a history of fraud and abuse uh, starting football programs presumably to help the community, but more than likely to just line their own pockets. Uh, that being said, worth it, I'm gonna say no.
1: It's really funny to me how like thin the line is between what's a real school and what's not a real school. Like, yeah. It's really like, he's like, oh, well we have a place where we go to school and we practice, it's like, yeah, it's like a Holiday Inn or something. Yeah, but like, yeah. He couldn't even do that, right? Like, yeah, wow, it's... yeah. And it's also Ugh. kind of funny because, To like, be recognized as a faker in this whole thing that is, like, so scammy is, like, you have to really be doing it wrong. You have to be really bad at it
0: yeah yeah a team a a world where they're ready to let anyone come to the table just because like hey we got to fill this schedule out and then yeah it's kind of a little presumptuous like hey are these guys a real school be like oh as opposed to what are (laughs) y'all like you're just yeah
1: none of you are real like this is all just to exploit children who are good at sports like yeah yeah you're a charters how do any of you pull the pull the like you know dignified sort of air like this is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's like you guys are a fucking like you're a football academy whose website has a link to a charter school. Like that's like pretty much what right. what, what the whole industry is. So I'm gonna say uh worth it no. <laughs> like is uh No, Roy they Johnson's... got
1: humiliated on television. And yeah. Yeah, no yeah and you.
0: so oh the other thing was that I don't wanna get into this. When they did that thirty minute lightning break, uh apparently Roy Johnson like tried to fight half the team. So.
1: The, oh, the children. Cool. Oh, the, the, I mean, the I children. guess at yeah. least they were 20.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I haven't fed you guys in a fucking week. I know you can't fight. You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, like it apparently that's what the, the most pathetic part about it was, is that he really thought that like he was sold on his idea that like, oh no, this is an inspiring story. And if I can lie to get these kids, this national exposure, then this is going to look really good and I'm going to, you know, my team is going to get picked up by Netflix and and we're going to have a a show, a story, a documentary about us. He thought that it was going to happen. So to him, it it justified every corner he cut, every, you know, he still owes tons of money to hotel. The hotels, they were at for five months where they got stiff with the bill. One of the teammates' parents ended up paying it and is still on the hook for it.
1: Oh my God, yeah. That, I mean, to him, yeah, he didn't have to pay anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess if if you're just like, I, I'm highly skeptical of anyone whose job brings them around children and like, so, you know, like I, I, and I think that's healthy. You should kind of be like, I'm not saying I can't be won over, but I'm already kind of like, so what's the deal? Are you trying to, like, I feel like if you're starting up like a football program for, for boys, my opinion is best case scenario, you're trying to steal money. You know, like, and that's the, yeah
1: that's that is the really absolute
0: like, best case scenario. Yes.
1: That's the relief if you're just trying to steal money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, I have friends of mine that coach little league teams. Then again, they have children on those teams, you know? So it's like they have a a vested interest. I know there's people out there that just care, but it's stories like this that make you just be like, you know, you know what? I'm just never going to fucking trust anybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, It is a shame. Like, I mean, there are definitely, I don't know. Like I had very positive relationships with coaches and stuff, but yeah, if you're a parent, like, I get why you're extremely suspicious of these people, and uh, you probably should be, because some of them are really weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and at the end of the day, like, you're not, like, your child's not going to be worse off for having not cultivated a, a relationship with an adult. You know what I'm saying? Like, like
1: Probably, like, yeah. Yeah, probably they're not going to miss right. any,
0: they're not going to miss, it's not going to be like, damn, like, that kid his upbringing was really lacking because his parents didn't let him hang out with that crazy scientist that lives down the street, you know, whatever the case may be. (laughs) Like they're not going to lose out on anything at the, you only stand to lose when letting your kids like have a relationship with an adult outside of the family. That's just my opinion.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that I I think that's sound. I think that's sound logic for sure.
0: So yeah, Uh, that being said, guys, um, you know, just, just get, get out ahead of all this. Just don't have kids. That's what I would say.
1: Yeah, don't have kids or if you have kids like just coach them like you be the coach, like volunteer to be the coach. Yeah, 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 there. yeah, just be
0: there every second of the day. <laughs> don't be
1: just don't don't be like a stage parent for your kids talent. I think that's yeah. good advice too. Like don't don't hang all of your like hopes and identity and like dreams on like a thing your kid seems interested in cuz like they're going to change their mind.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we we've seen this happen in comedy before. Not the, not that far from home for us. There was that you know in the yeah. Dallas scene, there was a uh, an open biker who wrote like ten minutes of material for his daughter and shit. Like and, and and she like yeah. I, I, who knows what happened. But yeah, it was like just don't do that.
1: You know, <laughs> just yeah, let them be kids. Let yeah, them be for
0: kids. sure. Yeah, if you to don't force work do, enough when they're yeah, old. Yeah, if you're gonna force them to do anything, don't force them to do comedy. That's just that's the worst idea.
1: Definitely don't do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, anyways, guys, yeah, that's uh, that's the story of Bishop Sycamore. We will, uh, you know, if anything happens, any updates, we'll keep you posted. We'll let you know. Uh, that being said, we do have a Patreon. We talked about it at the top of the episode, but it's Live Sheet and Steel, or patreon.com slash Live Sheet and Steel. And that is uh where we release two more episodes a month. Come and find us on there. Aside from that, my name is Pat Royce You can find me on Twitter and at PZTX. I'm currently on tour, so I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but I'm going to be in the in Montana and Minneapolis and Wisconsin and St. Louis. It's going to be fun. So check for my dates on Twitter. Uh, Kathy, you got anything for us?
1: Um, Yeah, I have a live show for my other podcast. What a time to be alive. Uh, Patreon.com slash one a Time pod on October 23rd at 7 PM. We are doing a live show at caveat in Manhattan. Uh, So definitely check that out. If you're a patron, you get a discount. We're also doing a live stream of that. Um, So you can get tickets and watch it virtually as well. Uh, I'm Kath Barbadoro on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I have to plug. Thank you for listening, everybody.
0: Yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Be safe out there. Be smart. You know, don't try to start a for-profit football school. But above all, uh, don't get caught.
1: Don't get caught. See you next time.